Get a text message this week from the McCall Taylor trying to express how long, how mentally exhausting of a week it has been. And I got to tell you, maybe I'm getting old. You're going to have to qualify a little bit better to really ring to me. AJ McCall at VFX. McCall, you, you are a strong, powerful woman. Thank you. Don't let anyone tell you which hand you can wear your watch on. Dude, I have had this new watch that I got from my insurance that was like, yo, if you end up taking 8,000 steps or whatever a day, you get money into your HSA account or whatever. And I was like, score. So I got this watch. I put it on. And then I took it off to charge it. And then when I put it on again, I put it on my left hand. And as I was putting it on, I was like, wait a second. Is this where... I looked at this and I said, am I supposed to wear my watch on my left hand? And he's like, yeah, usually like if you're right handed, you wear your watch on like your left hand. And I was like, okay, I've been wearing it on my right hand for like all week. And it felt weird, but I just chalked it up to, oh, I don't really wear a ton of jewelry. And so it's like an adjustment period to get back to like, oh yeah, we're going to, um, yeah, we're we're just gonna we're gonna get used to that again. No, 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 it's on the wrong freaking hand. So yes, technically, if I remember correctly, my understanding is also the same as yours, is that you're supposed to wear it opposite of your writing hand. Right. But I gotta tell you, growing up, I liked wearing it on my writing hand because you could be writing and you know, you're already looking there and then you would just Cool. All right. Now, I don't know how much writing you do, but I... Not. Don't don't let anybody tell you what the rules are, McCall. You make up the rules. It's your watch. It's so nice, though, now that it's on, you know, my left hand, because it makes more sense. Because before, it was like I was... I felt so awkward trying... It has, like, a little swipe feature on it, so I can go through the different faces of it, you know? if that's the case, then yeah. And and so it's like my, my arm is like, I can't... My left hand just couldn't... Okay, swipe. Go. Got it. Good. Like it was, it was a whole, it was a whole thing. It was awful. I hated it. So according to McCall, the week was weird for anybody. That's why. It's her bad. It's because my watch was on the wrong hand. Wrong hand. Threw everything off. Yep. So I'm really sorry. Oops. On my bad. Oops. Mm -hmm. Oops. You know, post COVID. I feel like there's one word everyone ought to be able to spell. And I know we did the spelling thing this this week already, that was like state by state. And, and it, it was funny. Like, again, Colorado can't spell Colorado. That's great. Yeah. But post-COVID, I feel like there's one word that should really be ingrained into everybody's vocabulary and, and ought to be, you ought to be able to put that one together. But somehow, nope, nope. It was used so much, still can't figure it out. <laughs> Way to go, guys. After COVID, you would think for sure there's a couple things we would we would be more better at. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. Washing our hands. Yeah. I think for sure we'd be better at. You'd hope. Uh cognizant of people sneezing and you know, covering mouths and saying bless you and coughing and paying attention to all that. I think a little bit better. And spelling the freaking word quarantine, I think we would be better at. Yeah. Because if you had COVID and had to stay home and wait for the results, or you did end up getting it and you had to stay home, or you worked from home, you had the time and also you were in quarantine. Mm -hmm. 
So you would probably have to, you know, explain to work and home and friends. Hey, by the way, I can't come out because I'm stuck in corn, court, court, court. I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> Most misspelled word of 2020, quarantine. Well, I guess that's not really surprising. But you'd hope that people would figure it out. Okay. I, I think it's not really surprising because it's like we didn't really have to use it until 2020. You made me do this. Would you like to guess how people tried to phonetically spell it out before they learned how to do so, which is why I think it's so disastrously the most misspelled word of last year. I'm, I'm going to guess there were some K's and some C's. There were some C's. A lot of people thought it was spelled quarantine. C-O-R-N-T-E-E-N. Quarantine. Well, I mean, it Well, it sounds like it. You're saying quarantine. I'm quarantine. Is there some kind of got a hey dance or something you're talking about what, what are you talking about quarantine you're, you're queen of, queen of the corn maze what what's going on it's not even halloween yet what are, what, are, what are you talking about just speak text it it's all you gotta do the thing is that like they got it figured out so that you can just go in and you can go hey siri text my boss i'm in quarantine boom done i'm in quarantine that's the thing though like how what blows me away is yes did we have to use it before? No. So is there people that just did one part of the vocabulary to figure out? Fine. But also with typing, emails, writing something, yeah. texting something, there's autocorrect in there. Yeah. So I think your phone's got it covered. If I type... Quarantine? I'm going to type quarantine and now see wanna, if my uh, phone uh, will correct no, it. That's an experiment we need to do. I'm ready. Um, I got 14 or 14s. So it, it's... So it, there's no changing quarantine to quarantine. Like, apparently your phone hasn't figured it out that much. Those are my three options. Is is quarantine, 14, or 14s? Can we get a hold of one of Producer Butter's phones and change some word that he uses more often than not? To quarantine? To quarantine. Oh, my gosh. That would be so funny. Just, let's do that. That would be That's so funny. <laughs> gosh. Oh, sorry, sorry, I can't come. I can't come to the family reunion. I'm stuck in court, 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 court. I, I can't go outside. Can't go outside. Sorry. <laughs> Father's Day's coming up, and uh, I'm behind on gifts this year. So I thought, all right, let me Google, let me Google some stuff since that's what we're doing in quarantine, and find out what the best gifts are. It went downhill in a hurry when you look at the state by state basis on what everybody could trying to get. Father's Day's coming up, and I was going to the internet to look for all the help that I could because I'll, I'll level with everyone right now, as long as we all promise we're still friends afterwards. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debate date on VFX. I'm behind like two gifts, I think, this year still. Like birthday and Mother's Day already, and now Father's Day's coming up, and I'm like, oh, really got to get that stuff mailed off and or maybe still purchased. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the internet and find some help because I need to make sure to crush this one because I've just, time has escaped me. Right. Google released what every state is buying the most of for Father's Day. So, okay, ought to be some ideas in here. Of course, there's traditional stuff like uh, for Michigan, personalized mugs and shirts, Oklahoma, hot sauce, Rhode Island, books. Those are the things that they're buying the most for dad this holiday season. But then there's things like Connecticut, who's buying dad shorts with built-in underwear. Pillows that look like sports jerseys. Dad's uh, Kansas wants to give dad a p- 
pill for limitless brain power. Limitless, if you will. Mm. Bradley yes. Cooper, get him on the phone. I think he ought to be able to help you out. He'll tell you, don't. <laughs> In Maryland, what dad wants to see holiday season? George Washington memorabilia. Yes. In Tennessee, stuff from the Cracker Barrel store. I mean, who doesn't love that little, like, golf tee tic-tac-toe board game? Oh, my game? gosh, that game is so much fun. I know. That's it, though. That's the only thing I can give you. Yep. I mean, that goes along with New Mexico where uh, rustic man jewelry. Rustic man jewelry. New Mexico tracks. <laughs> Look, not everybody's an eloquent in their speech, but New Jersey's most Googled thing to try and find dad for Father's Day, random colorful things. Great. Wow, you guys are so words. You you're good at that. You're good at them. I haven't even gotten to my three favorite ones yet. Well, two, but Utah's in here. Utah four way volleyball sets is the most. Dude, Googled okay, thing. have you seen those? They're fun. I'm, I I want one. That's why I changed. I was like, not my favorite because I'm like, yeah, all right, fine. I don't want to play in 100 degree heat, but I'm sure it looks like a good time. Yeah, it looks like a really good time. Like, I I feel like over the last three years or something like that the four square volleyball has really picked up it's cool what if what if since everybody this is the most popular google thing in the state of utah you put a bunch of them together you start creating like an actual tick like so all of a sudden someone's closed into their tiny little space dude you start expanding into a massive volleyball court when just- we when we did uh what was it blue and bold last year for right. skyview right they had one AJ missed it because he was, I think you were somewhere. I don't remember. Probably sick. Probably, yeah, I think so. But it was really cool because they had like, I want to say there were like 16 squares. That's so many squares. It was so cool. I was fascinated. Stamp of approval. That one's good. Utah, you did good. Uh, My two favorite ones. Texas, the most Googled thing to try and buy dad for Father's Day this year. Texas, luxury, luxury toothpicks. Fair. Fair, really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. You got the little twisties when you go to like restaurants and stuff? You got to get the stuff out of your teeth? It's like, yeah, let's get some luxury toothpicks. No, no, absolutely not. People and carry then, around like toothpick containers. Yeah, with just disposable they ones. They want so you luxury ones. Okay, you're going you're gonna to bother I'm to not clean buying a luxury because it's dumb. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're still luxury one use ones. And Virginia, laser engraved beef jerky. That's weird. <laughs> Listeners sent me a message after we got into this yesterday, and they sent me, they said, oh, for luxury disposable toothpicks, you clearly just go with the the little swords that you make kebab or yep. cocktails out of. Yep, that. That's exactly what you do. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess I, I would definitely feel a little bit fancy. And then push comes to shove, you pull it out of me, on guard. That would be hilarious. Somebody write this into a movie right now. I just want to point out Father's Day's coming up, and I'm buying it yet. Definitely need to get on that. However, I think it's hilarious that, again, New Jersey's top search was random colorful stuff. Yeah. Like, guys, can you get a little bit more specific? I'm like, going to give him a box with a bunch of t- tissue papers and call good. Happy Father's Day. It's, uh, it's colored. Yay. Colored. Oh, my gosh. I got to be honest, the bar for what I consider, let's say, generally lacking intelligence, to be polite, has been 
lowered this Good. week, so I'm ready for Florida Night. I I can't be surprised by anything anymore. Joke's on you, AJ. Integra <laughs> <laughs> Financial Services, Florida Knot with AJ McCall at VFX. Three headlines, please. Okay, we got headline number one. A drug dealer threw a garbage bag full of weed off of the top of a building. <sighs> the people down below were happy, but then he got arrested. So, story one. Story number two. Let's say how tall it is, like how far down. Um, Just out of curiosity. I don't know. I just feel like you hear. Just hurled off the roof, quote unquote. So anyway, story one. Story number two. There is a drunk guy who stole a floating tiki hut and captured it by, he he got captured by the Coast Guard. (laughs) Whoops. Do I want a floating tiki hut? I don't know. I have to. We'll ponder that one. We come reminds, full story. I'm gonna make a decision. Reminds me of the flamingo that just got rescued from out at sea. I don't know if you saw that video or not. It's not an actual flamingo. It's one of those floating ones, and there were like six people on the on the watercraft. Anyway, beside the point. We'll talk about that later. What? what? And okay. story number three: what? A lady attacked a McDonald's employee because she wouldn't mix slushy flavors. Guys, I mean, don't attack. But like, is that is that policy? Because if so, I I got to be honest. I'm gonna claim surprise here. You can't do like a half and half, like give me some ha- half grape and half strawberry? I don't know. I don't know. Can there I get two smalls and then one empty larger cup, please? I, I don't know if it's policy. I don't know what the deal is, but it went into an all-out brawl. So Okay, so we, we all agree that's not okay. No! I'm just saying, like, McDonald's, every it, like you your MO, like the joke about McDonald's is your ice cream machine never works, so it's not an option. So maybe with the frozen treats, if that happens to be store policy... Don't lean into it more by being like, look, we're the staunch, most difficult to get of some kind of frozen delicious treat from. That's all I'm saying. I promise the AJ McCall show on VFX is not picking on McDonald's. I'm just saying, <laughs> if their policy is they can't mix slushies, like why even bother getting dessert at McDonald's anymore? Seriously. I mean, what what's your other options? I mean, a cookie, I guess. You can have a cookie. Ooh, those don't exist anywhere else. Hey, McDonald's cookies are really good. I gotta be honest. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I, I often hear, "Hey, we should get cookies." You're right. Where should we go? Hmm, McDonald's. They're a dollar. Just not said. How dare you? It's just flat out not said. A dollar set. for a couple of them. I can't remember how many. Three, maybe? Question mark. Check <laughs> for financial services, Florida or not? Jack, uh, stepping back from this story, was there any one of them that stood out to you out of the three stories? It could be from Florida. I'm kind of confused on them all. It's, uh, it's going to be like a 50-50 shot almost. <laughs> you know what? I like those odds. Three stories, 50-50 shot. Crushed Let's it. Let's do it. All right. So we got story number one. Drug deal gone bad. Led to a garbage can full of weed being flung oh, off can. the roof For of a reason. building. I just pictured garbage bag. I didn't even think about it. Now you said garbage can. I was like, Thwonk. oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it is bad. <laughs> Thwonk is exactly right. <laughs> Thwonk is the noise that I'm sure was made earlier this month. Once the pedestrians below realized what it was, they scrambled to get in on the action. 20 grand. As a good as a good Samaritan to, to collect clean the up evidence. The yeah, of course. Clean up the streets. Obviously. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, things went south when his customers pulled out guns and started attacking him. Ooh, so he just true. hurled it off the roof and was like, "Yep, this is what I'm. Uh, this is what I'm doing." If there's one thing I know, that's that. Okay, there's one thing. I have two things now. If there's <laughs> one thing I know: pulling out guns is bad. Two, if you throw that off the roof because your customers are unhappy, you're gonna get shot. Well, that, I mean, yeah, that you threw away your leverage already, point. They're already here. 
Your watch. position is here. All you got to do is move like a. You just got to done. Watch done. any action movie, man. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. There's story one. Story number two. Some guy stole a floating tiki hut boat on Wednesday, mm, and the U.S. Coast Guard had to track him down. <laughs> Because you can't have it. You can't have the boat. I was on board until you said boat, which I probably should have pictured anyway, because I don't know how you make a tiki hut float. Like, my brain was like, all right, let's do this. What does this look like? No, it's one of those, like, you know when we go to Chicago and they have those boats that go down the canals that are like the party boats? It's a one of those. Oh. It's like yes, a big party, I, but it's yeah. like a tiki hut. Yeah, I don't want to own it. Style. Visit one. Yeah. No, it, I pass. don't want to have that. Cool. I'll be there. Anyway. Uh, Coast Guard looking for a boat off the coast. Uh, what is, can you describe it? It's uh, a tiki. It's a tiki hut. It's a tiki hut. I'm actually really impressed. It's kind of cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of cool. Coast Guard boarded the boat. He's like, well, we're just having they a good didn't time. Get that, he didn't get that far away. Well, it's a tiki hut boat. I don't expect it to have a, a very high max speed. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> going up max speed of four and a half miles an hour. It's a party boat. It is a party it ain't boat. meant to be getting away. It's meant to be having a good time. <laughs> and then story number three. Some lady flipped out on a McDonald's employee on Monday because they refused to give her a slushie with all three flavors mixed into one. So she went behind the counter and punched a bunch of employees. Uh, yeah. People. Yeah. And then was later arrested. Like... So, so somebody at McDonald's, somebody who has, has worked, and I'll ask my roommate who's a manager, is this like in your guys' guidelines and stuff? Like, this happens a lot. Like, some kind of I, like, we're going to teach everyone Krog Maga so they could deal with customers who may come behind the counter. Dude, I just don't know. I, You know when you were a kid and you like used to mix all of the soda flavors? I feel like like this lady just never grew out of that phase. Well, aren't all the soda, f- like, the, the slushy flavors all going to be, like, the same it's price. Like, just, just run it through all of them. Give just the go. Rainbow. So there you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Jack, we uh, went through all three. We've had the 50-50 shot, as you said. So which one Which one are you feeling out of curiosity? And I think I'm going to go with number two. You like the Tiki Hut? I mean, location, ocean, Tiki Hut, dude didn't get very far away. It all adds up. The fast food one we've had a fair amount in Florida not. It's definitely possible. The drug one, I got to be honest, I don't know why. My brain says Detroit. That's 100%. (laughs) I I don't know why, but my brain 100% says Detroit. We'll find out, but I'm good with two. I mean, like you can't fault anyone for being like, all right, ocean, Tiki Hut, boat, let's do it. Is it McCall? Story number two. It is. Congratulations. Boom. We've got you hooked up with an Aquatech car wash. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Yep. No worries. Thank you. You're welcome. Was it Detroit? Was no, it, was, it Detroit? was New York. Eh, big. Se- it was in New York. It was in Brooklyn. Same city, different state. <laughs> Fair. Say so, McDonald's. People, people that work there is is self defense part of the thing because I just feel like this always happens at McDonald's employees. Also, is it policy not to mix slushies? I need to know this information. Six eight two five five. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. Jack wins Florida not on VFX. Okay, so speaking of the Florida story, the Tiki Hut on the run, the Tiki Hut on the swim. Excuse me. 
McCall started that whole thing out with, by the way, this reminds me of the flamingo thing, which you got this whole story is just me picturing different things. He's like, okay, what's a flamingo doing in the ocean? I don't understand. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, there were like 10 people on. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, oh a wait a minute. A floating. What's a floating flamingo doing in the ocean? <sighs> it's, it's not good. I saw the TikTok video before they went out to the sea. A hypothetical question. If McCall sees a bunch of idiots about to do something stupid on TikTok and doesn't say anything, does it still happen? The answer is yes, of course it does. It was in Florida. <sighs> Bonus Florida not with AJ and McCall on VFX. The winning Florida stories, the dude stealing the tiki hut took me on quite a journey because I was like, what is a tiki? And all I got I swear to you, you know the slushy shack over there by that store that you guys, everybody says they miss, but it's not there anymore. The Taco Time. Hastings. Yes. Yeah. So there's that that slushy shack, right? Right. You said floating Tiki Hut, and like my mind was like, that building, floating. Okay, great. Oh, let's work from there. And then there's the flamingo out in the ocean. I was like, what is a one-legged bird doing out in the ocean? I gotta be honest, pink's not great. I feel like sharks, anything, but to see that and be like, hey, well, I'm investigating. Mm, correct. None of those visions were correct whatsoever. No. So, uh... <laughs> I, I saw the news article about it, and I thought, wow, oh, that's strange. And then I scrolled across TikTok, and s- the lady who, who who documented it, if I'm remembering correctly, her name is Holly. So it's for her 30th birthday. We're going to Cuba! In Alaska! Wait, what? This happened in Alaska. Because it's summertime there, so, you know, it's warm. <laughs> Temperatures were relatively warm, 60 degrees. That is not warm for water. Not at all. Well, that's not, I don't think that's the water. That's the outside temperature. Yeah, I'm telling you, (laughs) that means that it's not going to be that warm of water. In 60 degree water's not warm. No. So the sun was shining. It seemed like the ideal time to kick back with some friends for the 30th birthday and float off a local beach in a 10 foot long bright pink flamingo raft. The day took a terrifying turn because Holly and her two friends and two small dogs got situated in a raft. The wind and currents picked up and swept the flamingo into the frigid waters of Monashka Bay. Body of water. (laughs) Body of water towards the Gulf of Alaska. They said they panicked right away. Over the next hour, (laughs) the the flamingo moved wherever the wind and current took it because they didn't bring paddles. Eventually, it snagged on a cluster of rocks covered with sharp barnacles that soon took on water, and the the raft slowly began to deflate. That is the fattest dog I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. I can go the distance. So uh, Seriously? Any, it, it was an odd sight, given that Monashka Bay is most often used for fishing or kayaking. So I'm sure the kayakers and the fishers are like, what, in the, what is that? Well, there's a, what there's, is that? There's a tiny little asterisk, obviously, there that also says, and pink flamingo floating. The worst thing that ever happened to mankind is that somebody built something that float on the ocean. Because since then, we're just like, <laughs> I'm going to ride that. Dude. I'm going to conquer that. Katie Gray, who's a Kodiak resident, told this company, we were outside on our porch and we saw a giant pink flamingo floating across the bay. And I thought, that's not a common occurrence. Okay. Wh- what? <laughs> I, I'd hope so. Also, <laughs> if there's actually one thing I feel, this might be a, a stereotype, but I feel like it's true. Alaska people are also built differently. They are. They don't care. No. No. Holly Spence says, it was so fun. 
lady, she's a preschool teacher. She's the one whose birthday she was celebrating. We almost got lost at sea and It was great. It was awesome. She's like, what could go wrong? This. This is exactly what, that's what went wrong. The video on TikTok's hilarious, though, by the way. That is why it is bonus Florida, not on Um, VFX. (laughs) Yesterday, gave you the update. Alexa's sketchy sometimes. Sus. Major sus. It got a whole lot worse. Yeah, it did. Not for me either, which, but thank goodness somebody was brave enough to call and leave us a story about their Alexa. Legitimately possessed. I'm not allowed to work in the news department because I like laugh at the wrong time and also don't take things seriously enough. And I, you could see how that'd be like a conflict of stuff. Right. Probably be an issue. People not, not be very happy. AJ McCall at VFX. But that being said, VFX exclusive. <gasps> Is your Alexa trying to kill you? Oh, probably. So yesterday I told the story of how this week, middle of the night, and I mean like like two, two, three o'clock in the morning. Our little dot came on, was playing a song about heartbreak, which was on the nose because we were talking about a really bad breakup that's going in my and Ashley's families. And it played that. We had no control over it. We weren't anywhere near it. Nobody said Alexa. Nobody said play anything. It was weird. By the way, did not burn sage yesterday. Still may die. Uh, To be determined. And then Cam uh, gave us a call a little bit later yesterday when McCall and I were still around after the show. And it went like this. Cam... What's going on? So I work in a group home, uh-huh. and one of the clients has uh, an Echo. Okay. And their Echo will randomly just come on, and it will start talking to us while I was at work. What? And it says that its name is Maria. It, we ask it random questions. Dude. Like, I asked it what one of the other staff's full name was. It knew it. What? Uh, we asked who the owner of the company was. It knew it. That's yours. Uh, it was. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. AJ, you need like to ask yours. yours. I did. Yours is possessed, Cam. So, like, there's a spirit that has just Dude. embodied your dot. Obviously. Yeah, this is a, a group home that I work for. Oh my gosh. That's just crazy. AJ, you need to ask it all of these questions. Well, mine doesn't talk to me. It just randomly. Well, you just... don't know. Have you asked it questions? <laughs> it doesn't just. It just does random stuff. I didn't like. So I think mine's on the on the precipice of heading that way, but that's nuts. Yeah, it's kind of weird, and and we can't figure it out. I looked up like if there was a way to hack it, or if it's somebody just messing around. And according to everything on the internet that I've seen, they're like impossible to hack. That's nuts. That is crazy. Yeah, it's pretty scary. And that was the last we heard of Cam. We, I mean, I, I, it was I yesterday, think but I think he's still all right. <laughs> question, question mark. You still good, bud? Your Alexa's trying to kill you. Oh, boy. What, that one, like, there's no way. How do you de- just argue that that dot is possessed by a ghost? It's got to be. It's possessed by a ghost. Or maybe the ghost is just using it to be able to communicate with you. Who knows? Either way, not mine, Cam's. Mine ain't there yet, I think. I I've no, I don't know. I don't know how the ghost starts like, jukebox time. <laughs> that is terrifying. I kind of now just don't want the Alexa in the house anymore. <laughs> AJ's going to chuck it out the window. Kind of <laughs> thinking about it. And apparently you can you can go back and track, uh, like, go see everything that has been said to your Alexa. And I haven't had a chance to do that yet, but Ashley and I are definitely going to do that because now I have a sneaking suspicion that I'm going to go find it. And, and for whatever reason, it's going to be typed menacingly. It's like, whispered, play this weird song blip, that blip, I forgot blip, the name blip. of it that's really on the Mackenzie nose right now. something. 
Borgie or something like that. And yeah. Like, who said that? Who did, we didn't say that. It's not, it's not bad enough, right? Like for me, the stove issues from McCall, anything that's not supposed to hurt you are already dangerous in our own houses. And now this, now this. Yep. Amazon selling these ghost things. Like what they, they create Danny Phantom. Is he in the lab somewhere because they already figured it out? Yep. It's gotta be. Switching gears entirely. Normally, stereotypically at least, the strict one in the home, you would think is dad. McCall, kid sent us a message, lost their vehicle. Dad told them they didn't totally follow the rules. Now vehicle's gone. But they say, hey, this isn't fair. AJ and McCall will definitely take my side. We've been called on McCall to decide if a punishment is, is just. AJ and McCall on VFX, and ironically enough, just before Father's Day. AJ and McCall okay. on VFX. I listen to you guys all the time. I think I'm being punished. I just squeeze. It's a it's a thing. I'm, uh, I listen to you guys all the time. I think I'm being punished unfairly. Okay. I have a really great dad, but he's super strict. I just got my driver's license, and he told me if I have any accidents, even like a fender bender, he'd take away my license. Yeah. His license or the car? License. Okay. Fair. I mean, equally both. I mean, I mean Sure. Not- I mean, sort of, unless he borrowed somebody else's car and then, you Without know. Without a license, McCall, no, it's still effectively I know. both. I know, okay, okay. So the okay. other day, I was trying to fit into a narrow parking spot at Walmart and squeezed in pretty perfectly. But as I swung my door open, a gust of wind whipped no. and I could hear the door bang to the car next to me. Ugh. I panicked, was too afraid to even look, and just quickly moved to another spot. I was terrified and just wasn't thinking. Unfortunately, my little sister opened her big mouth, and now my dad has taken away my license, claiming I'm too irresponsible. This is so wrong. I didn't even have an accident. I wasn't even driving when it happened. It's the wind's fault. I'm a responsible high school senior who has never been in trouble. This seems like a highly unfair punishment just as summer is getting going. Oh, gosh. Do you think my dad is being fair? So I am in no place to parent because I have zero children. Oh, perfect. I am. So now... That that's out of the way. <laughs> I don't know that this is necessarily the best move, okay? Fear-based is not the best way to go with things because that just leads to suppression and lying. So uh, I'm going to go with, I'm not going to say that your dad needs to parent you this way or that way. All I'm going to say is next time, park at the back of the parking lot. It's not hurting you. I mean, if you you do if you get your AJ license McCall's back, show, I'm sorry. <laughs> before like 27, you know, I'm yeah. If you listen to AJ McCall show all the time, you know that that's McCall's policy. Yes. That being said, so on the situation whole, I would, I mean, if I was that kid, I would hands and knees. Yeah, it's absolutely not fair. As an adult, I would say, yeah, it's absolutely not fair. Like a door dig to me is not the same as an accident. I get trying to teach right. extreme carefulness. Right. The thing is, is that not even in this situation, we're like skirting the issue, which is they didn't go and talk to or leave a note or anything on the windshield of this car. Yeah, you should definitely do AJ, that. AJ, I swear to McCall. you. What? So this is, that's, that's, if your child is just scared, they're not going to bring up topics like this. They're not going to say, hey, I made a big mistake. I accidentally, you know, door dinged somebody's car. I didn't know how to how to deal with it because obviously they didn't say it. Their little sister was the one who brought it up. But snitches get stitches. Why are you talking about that? That's the issue at hand. 
<laughs> no, because I feel like the little sister probably just felt like guilty in her conscience for it because whatever. I don't think that Ducks fly together. I, I don't think that your dad is sticking to the line of if you get in an accident, you don't get to take you don't get to keep it. But I also don't feel like he is doing a great job of explaining. I'm not here to parent shame. But I don't think that he's doing a good job of explaining. It's just, oh, yeah, if you do this, then it's just away for you forever. To me, if the guidelines were, legally speaking, if the guidelines were an accident, I think you're in the clear here. I think Te- you- but technically, if you doording somebody's car, they can file it through insurance. It's what, not a moving violation. What if there wasn't a mark whatsoever? What if well, there- if there wasn't a mark whatsoever, it's a different story. Exactly. But I say there's some leeway. Here. Oh, no, no. What needed to happen is you needed to go and tell the person that you doording their car and then you needed to talk to your dad about it. And your dad probably should have been a little bit more kind and understanding in this realm of things. Because I'm not going to say that I've ever really like doording somebody's car, but we've had our doors taken by the wind before. Yeah. That happens. It's the valley. Yeah. I mean, especially, I don't know, it didn't say which high school, but if you're in the north end, oh, good gosh. gosh. Does good it luck. ever not gust up there? No, it's constant. Or sorry, I'm at the south end. Whatever. Anyway. All of the places. It's Canyon old- winds blow. <laughs> Literally. It's <laughs> the one thing they're good at. I say get your license back. You write a strongly worded letter to your local public official. <laughs> That's us. That's what we got. <laughs> Okay, speaking of Father's Day, why stop there? Let's balance this out because, McCall, look, moms, I know for sure, at least based on my own, so I can assume it's the same for everybody else, love to embarrass the kids. They love yeah. to share those embarrassing stories. Dad's not, maybe not as much. No. I feel like not as common. That being said, tables are turned regardless. Blame this one listener who got their license taken away. It's all their fault. But now the embarrassing stories flow. Let's just normalize parents also getting embarrassed when kids get to the age that they could share stories too. Because yeah. for how many birthdays and how many first dates and how many get-togethers with other others' parents or other friends or other significant others at the time did I have to sit through the stories and hear my reoccurring best hits of stupid things that I did as a kid? Tables a turn. I'm 32 now. Flip. AJ McCall out of VFX. So with Father's Day coming up, what are the embarrassing stories as we just got out of the listener who door dinged a car and that's the do not get your license, do not pass go apparently button. You know, uh, I remember this one. I'll just tell a story. So I, I grew up, I loved Pokemon and we went and saw all the movies that came out to the theaters and uh, in Pokemon 3, my dad's favorite uh, Pokemon is Charizard and there's a scene where he does something really cool, right? Spoiler alert. And my dad, who is generally much like me, stoic's not the right word, but just, you know, much kind of keeps to himself, doesn't really react outwardly a lot, especially in public situations generally, unless it's a special occasion, stood up and cheered in the movie theater when that happened. No. And so at the time, you're like, oh my gosh, just stop. But like, like looking back now, it cracks me up because I'm like... He was super invested into something that I absolutely love. But at the moment, you're like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, please. Please stop. Please. Um, I don't know where to start. <laughs> so I remember once there was, there was somebody who was like interested in me. And I was like, I don't know, in seventh grade, maybe. And the Rodney Atkins song 
cleaning my gun came out came out. You oh, remember that yep. song? And he like played it, like looked at the kid. That was embarrassing. I hated everything about that. I could do that. Uh <laughs> oh good. I mean, don't do that, but yeah. My junior high school. Okay, how to tell the story without getting fired. I know. Uh, my junior know. high school. I was uh, I was hanging out with a lady. We were we were studying, obviously. Right, totally. And uh, uh, it was it was later that night that she was probably supposed to be there. And so uh, the way that that house that we were living at the time was formed is there was a long hallway. It was my brother's bedroom, my bedroom, and then the end of the hallway was my parents' bedroom. So like we weren't that far off. And Dad comes in, does a double take, is not happy. I'm freaking out because may or may not have been caught in a compromising position. So she's going home. He tells me to come talk to him. I go talk to him. He's laughing and gives me you know, a whole dad speech about that whole situation. Right. And says, we'd like to, to meet her. She comes over uh, sometime later that week during the day. I go to introduce him. Robin, my dad, dad, Robin, dad. Nice to meet you with your clothes on this time. Oh, no. Dad! Shut up! That's so embarrassing. What? Uh, we, we're getting messages. You can join in on the conversation. Uh, you can send messages to Utah's VFX or to H.A. and McCall. Uh, if you want to keep it anonymous, it says, My dad embarrassed me when I was in high school by putting a picture of me up on a big screen at boys camp and asking if anybody wanted to come get my phone number and date me. That's how I met my husband. <laughs> Dead solid wingman, but yeah, that's, that's you can't do that. All right, somebody marry my kid. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, I, I feel you. Like as a, as a girl. As a daughter, excuse me. I'm there's plenty. I'm McCall's got it. Andy's already expressed it. I know they're like the stereotype is right. Dad's gonna be protected. No, trust me. It, it goes with the dad. Dad does that a little bit too. Like I, I already I leveled with you on the story with Robin, right? Right. Like we we there. Right. We both there. Right. Oh my gosh. Uh how did your dad embarrass you? Normalize re-embarrassing parents yes. since they like to do it so much as we grow up. Yes. Utah's VFX Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, how did dad embarrass you? Oh my gosh. Look, we don't uh, we don't necessarily fully support re- revenge, like on the record. Off the record, you know, hey. Uh, who's sad? I didn't see anything. But there's two there's uh, two different stories, and we got into one of these yesterday of different ex-revenge going off, and so the internet then started to have an argument about which one is actually more cruel. We'll get to that for the debate today and then figure out how to, you know, label your stuff without labeling your stuff because, like, that means you're kind of halfway out the door. Legally on the record, the AJ and McCall show does not support ex boyfriend or girlfriend revenge. Off the record, it happens. Whatever. AJ McCall for the <laughs> Automatrix Group debate today on VFX yesterday. So we heard the story and we lauded it. Though we don't support revenge in a weird twist of oxymoronic statements. About the uh, ex who decided that she was going to use her former ex, uh, former boyfriend's mail and spam it constantly. Sign him up for spam accounts. Spam all this. Hey, we give you a deal if you sign up for your email address. Oh, 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 I will do just that, sir. In fact, if you could double it up, I'm really interested in hearing your deals. So that one's gone viral. McCall and I said, awesome. 
Because everybody, everybody has at least one email address that you have designated at some point that that's just the one you're going to either A, send all the crap to that you're going to sign up for, or B, like when someone wants to reach out to you and you don't want to tell them no, but you also don't want to talk to them ever again. You give them that one. It's that one. I got to be honest, mine is the one that's associated with my Facebook account. I cannot tell you the last time I opened it, and I'm slightly terrified too. 50 million messages. I'm sure. So I'm just going to have to delete it and start over. That is story one, because apparently about the same time, there's been another story that's gone viral, and there's actually a debate about which one is more brutal. To me, it's not even close, but McCall, these are both ex-girlfriends, or these are both girls getting revenge on the ex-boyfriend, so you you get the final say in this one. So you've got story number one. Story number two is a woman in England had her ex like her on a dating app four years after he ghosted her and just disappeared. No. Four years later. Burn it down. So she liked him back so that she could send him a message and then sent him a message that says he has a four-year-old kid he might want to meet. <gasps> just to be clear, he doesn't. Oh, my gosh. The debate is which one of these revenges is more brutal. And to me, it is unquestionable which one it is. That being said, they were both done by girls. So, McCall, you get the first say. Lady, you can't lie about that kind of stuff. No! I'm just saying, okay? I'm I'm just I'm just saying. The first one, the email one is genius. It is passive aggressive, it is superb. The second one is life ruining. Yeah. It is. And it's not okay. So I, I, the, how, how there's a debate because there's a, there's people that argue the second one is more brutal. Yeah. Homeboy could get a home or excuse me, the first one. Sorry. The first one. I was one. like, um, the first is that one. not what we were just agreeing one. on? The first one. Homeboy can get another email address. He'd be good. He can call it spammyg at gmail.com. Whatever. It's fine. He got it. He can figure it out. I think the first one is genius. I'll be I agree. totally real with you. The second one is like awful. That's terrible. You ruined, can, no. ruined your ruined your day. Like if I got a message today, hey, by the way, AJ, I didn't tell you, you have a son, you should meet him. Like, reality, what do you do? Reality doesn't exist for me. I'm going up, I'm going up to the mountains. I'm just going to be like, I'm going to go up here and be close to literally nothing and something all at the same time because uh, what? You can't lie about that. <laughs> like, just, you know what would have been better? You know what would have been better to just. Leave Pretend it. you have a twin, or that I guess. Then you can create a whole other whatever. But that's calls is about revenge. Come on, get your head in the game. Get you, get you, get you, get your head in the game. The best revenge is living a life well. I will do that eventually, but also along the way, I might take a few low roads there. You know, enjoy the scenery. Ah, weren't expecting yeah, that okay. cliche. All Got right. it. Check mark. That being said, when it comes to exes, here's an interesting question. Now, of course. You're not going to label what's yours and what's not yours in a house that you share with a significant other. And maybe you keep a mental checklist, but I could certainly understand the argument that, like, if you do that, kind of seems like you're, like, maybe not leaning out the door, but you've got an eye at the door just in case. Like, you're you're like, hey, let me take your coat. And you're like, no, no, I'll, I'll understand. I got understand. it. I got it. Good. But the situation recently arose in uh, my life. Not for me, but I saw it, witnessed it, and I'm curious how you deal with splitting up stuff during a breakup. I'll fully come into this admitting that I, one, don't know the answer. Two, maybe the weird one for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. But if you were to split up 
And look, I'm not cheering for it. I don't want it to happen. Nobody in the AJ and McCall show wants relationships to end. No. Except for the ones that we think are terrible. That's right. So if that happens and you have decided to move in together and you guys have stuff, uh-huh. how do you figure out who gets what stuff? I don't know. Because recently in my life, I have witnessed no. a breakup. I took... <laughs> And they got in a fight because they're like, this is my stuff. And they're like, no, that's my stuff. And they're like, no, it's my stuff. And they're like, no, it's my stuff. You know. It's messy. Being somebody who has never and never plans on doing any of this, I have no idea. Like, I, uh, my answer is, well, you should make it amicable because, like, for the most part, when it comes to those kinds of situations, somebody has to step up. And unfortunately, be the bigger person, mm. which sucks. But at the end of the day, it's just stuff. <laughs> like as much as as much as I want to be like, no, I'd be furious. Like I'd be furious. No, that's my TV, you know. But as AJ AJ can specifically t- speak to a TV type of a situation. Did you get a new one? Eventually, yes. Yeah, like was it stolen? I maintain yes. Yeah, totally. Look, but look, but at the it same would have time, been one thing. Look, here's the deal. It was a call. My first college girlfriend. We split up. She took the TV. Uh, it was bought for both of us as a gift. So it's not that she didn't entirely have a right to it, but she told me she didn't want it, and I was like, yes. "Score, thank you." And then she waited till I wasn't in the house, and she was like, and took it, which is not cool. No, it's totally not cool. But at the same time, it's like I just. I don't know. I don't know. Look, I don't think anyone's going to appreciate if I go around with a label maker and be like, all right. This is mine. Mine. I bought this. I bought this. Because as soon as you start doing that, I mean. Mine. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, is there a Judge Judy, but on a much smaller scale for stuff like this? Because I, it was, is ugly. And and, and as someone on the outside, because obviously I didn't live in the house that they were dividing up. I have no idea. You know, if I were to. I could come in as a happy third party. And you know what I would make people do? Rock, paper, scissors over that ish. Okay, so how about this instead? What what, what would you say? <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. I'm telling the you. The only that's, fair way to decide. It's, it's like that one time in the 90s when that couple ended up getting an, a divorce and they ended up sitting and having to divide oh, over the beanie their beanie babies. babies. Like, same kind of thing. Okay, so how about this then? How about a few guidelines here and you could just... Answer, tell me which one it is. So if you bought it, is it yours? Uh, yes, unless it was bought as a present. <gasps> oh, no. If it was bought as a There's present. There's a caveat because that was a gift and you have no intention of getting that back. You can't have an intention of getting that back. Ironically, that was going to be my next question. Yes. What if it is a gift? No. Okay. What happens is it, does it defer to the person whose parents gave it to them? So like you have boy and girl. So if boy's dad or mom, whatever gave it to him, does it just defund back to them? Mm, I would say yes. For the most part. Yes. Those are the big ones. I feel like. And if they buy it together, rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. We've solved it. Yep. You're welcome. America and the world. Yep. And if you can't figure out how to do rock, paper, scissors, then you shouldn't be in a relationship in the first place. Is there a less violent game of that? Because like rock, paper, scissors, slap, punch, eye gouge. Like, is there a much softer way to do that? So if someone gets angry, they don't turn it into like 
rock, paper, call the cops. Just, just put up a, you know, there's a lot of places that are getting rid of the plexiglass that they had up. Just put one of those in between you two, okay? <laughs> and then play the game. <laughs> just see if you can borrow it. Tic-tac-toe on there. Mm. Yeah. We've already solved one major relationship hurdle. Let's keep going. Now, McCall, I don't care who says this. You judge, you judge. You go out on a first date, you're judging certain things. It's it's a little bit of an interview. It's an evaluation process. How they how they look, how seriously they decide to dress up, how they interact with the staff, what type of conversation they are, how engaging they are, and maybe just maybe what type of place they offer to take you to for the first date. Ooh. Now someone tried to beat us to the punch and make their own guide, but we have to decide if we think it's good or not. Here's the stipulation. There was a guide put out by a lady more comically than anything, but, you know, maybe something to work off of. That The deal is you go out on a first date and you can only go to casual restaurants. Okay. You know, your Texas Roadhouse and stuff like that. So, right. Which is, I think, a safe bet, AJ and McCall, on VFX because <laughs> odds are at some point everyone has been to a few of them. Right. It's not an uncomfortable situation. <laughs> They're casual. Uh-huh. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I grew up and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so fancy. Yes. When Dustin and I went to Texas Roadhouse... For the first time, I that was the first time I'd ever been. And I had like nagged my high school boyfriend to take me to Texas boy, Texas Roadhouse. And he, he always told me no. And I then mean, he took some other girl there when we broke look, up. So that was a whole other thing. But You don't have to tell me you grew up poor without telling me you grew up poor. How dare you? I am 100% with you. I thought they you. were so fancy. Applebee's I still love Texas was, Roadhouse. Applebee's was the same thing. Applebee's was the go-to place. Like if we were going out for a fancy dinner at my house... When I was growing up, Applebee's, it. Chili's, it. I hear you. I thought that those places were fancy, too, because I also grew up. I'm somewhat of a poor myself. <laughs> I. That being said, so those are, the, those are the stipulations. So then the question is, what do you judge based on those? The TGI Fridays, the Texas Roadhouses, the Buffalo Wild Wings, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I got to tell you. I don't know if they still really exist, but TGI Fridays and uh, Ruby Tuesdays. I think Ruby Tuesdays actually finally died. No. I think they did. No. I've been to Ruby Tuesdays like once and I really wasn't all that impressed. Didn't they have like a salad bar or something? I don't. Yes. I, I was going to say did. no. And no, now I think I'm they like, did. no, maybe. Like, and then there was like, yeah, I think they had one in Park City and Dustin and I stopped there once because it was like the only thing open. It wasn't terrible, but I wasn't like. But, but none of these are my Tuesday like, night. D- dinner place. None of none nope. of <laughs> Ruby. Now let's parody the TGI Fridays. Everybody loves the weekday joke, right? Let's keep that going. <laughs> no, the best line about TGI Fridays is uh, it's in a, a play that's on YouTube, but uh, a comedy play. It's called by a group called Team Star Kid. And it's like, hey, welcome to TGI Fridays. Give me all the. St-. It's somebody's robbing it. Like, Give me all the stuff on the walls. I said, oh, sorry, this is TGI Fridays. We can always we can only offer you lukewarm service and a forced fun atmosphere. I've only been there like yeah, yeah. Beat ups, love it to death. First date, absolutely not. Even if the date loves sports, I am not gonna be focused on the date whatsoever. No, it's loud in there. You never gone into a beat ups and been like, this is surprisingly quiet. It's yeah, never this is, happened. This is silent. We took uh, Dustin's little brother Caden to beat ups for the first time because he he walked in. He's like, so what's this place all about? And I was like, it's wings, beer, and sports. And he's like. Okay, so what's good here? And I was like, wait, wait, wait. Kate, listen. It's like wings, beer, and sports. Jeez, look around. It's. What? I I felt so bad. Okay, if your first date is as oblivious as Caden is, I mean, I all bets are off. Apparently, stop it. Stop it.
also, could it someone tell so me? Funny though. Could someone tell me? Like, I get it. It's not Italian food, and I've yelled at people like, "Oh, I love Italian. I go to Olive Garden. <laughs> I go to Olive Garden and get the Alfredo." Why does Olive Garden get such a bad rap though? To I, me, it's one of the fancier of the casual restaurants. Uh, sure, yes. Don't sure me, sure. it is. Do you know how long it's been since I went to an Olive Garden? Years. Well, I went with my mom for a business meeting once upon a time, and then uh, before that, years. So, it's not bad. It's just, reminds me of, like, high school dances. When I first got, here's here's a fun little story. When I first got my first adult paycheck, I came to Logan when I was living in Tremont. Adult paycheck, haha, quote unquote. I came over to Logan and I bought an orange jacket. Why? Because I had money and I could. And then, which is a lot of the reason why I got in a lot of money problems. And then I went to Chili's and I ate by myself Love. and I was like, wow, this is great. Love Chili's. I Love have adult money. I love this. Love it. And I had their, it was like a chicken bacon ranch quesadilla. It was delicious. Love it. I don't know if they still have it. Acceptable. I could, I could go for one of those. Chili's, Applebee's, Olive Garden. Score. All acceptable to me. Friday, FGI <laughs> Fridays, Ruby Tuesdays. Get the heck out of here. For a first date. No way. Love beat ups to death. But those other two, just, just. No. Get out of here. Just no. Just, just no. Speaking of free food, don't go on a first date, but we've got McDonald's gift cards for you uh, for voting or uh, submitting Park Nark nominees. So we're going to find out tomorrow who's the worst parking spot in Cash Valley. You know how when you have like really good friends, there's probably stuff they notice about your significant other at the time, but then like they're like, oh, well, they're happy, so I'm not going to say anything. And then afterwards you find out like, oh, yeah, he wore his flip-flops upside down. And you're like, how did I not notice? Stuff like that, right? <laughs> right. AJ McCall at VFX. You think, because we've been doing park narcs for a minute, you ever think there's someone that was in a relationship and they didn't say anything and then all of a sudden they broke up and their friends were like... He was a terrible parker, and they're like, yeah, I know. He was on Park Narts. I know. I know. He was there all the time. <laughs> they probably. They're just finally like, yeah, look, we can't deny it anymore. He he was a crappy parker. It's fair. Nominee number one this week. Lines? Boring. Truck decided, I'm going to be controlled by your lines. I'm going to take up two spots. And you know what? Just to be for good measure, I'm going to put my bumper... I'm going to put my bumper across the sidewalk. I want to make it uncomfortable for everybody. I want to take up as much space as possible so that no one can deny, hey, I'm here. Don't ignore me. Nominee number one. Nominee number two, I do this for you. I have never had this type of love for a vehicle, but I can understand wanting to protect it. That being said, pull all the way through the spot. And don't put codes out. Freaking hatchback decided not to pull all the way through the spot. And I was like, oh, better be safe. I'm going to put a cone and a slippery when wet sign down just to make sure everybody's like, hey, hey, hey. I think it's a Vita. It's a Volkswagen. Watch out oh, for my I VW. Watch out for the V-dub. Hey. Pull all the way up through the spot. And then you won't have your butt in sticking out where somebody could be like, whoops, clip. I don't know. My bad. Our anonymous messenger that was a teenager earlier uh, that got her license taken away because dad said no accidents and she door dinged it. How about this? Take it again and ram into this. If you're going to lose the vehicle, at least make it worthwhile because this jerk. Verp. They took the time out to put this stuff down. Means they walked behind, saw how badly parked they were and said, cones cover this. Cones make up for all of it. Just know how it works. Just know how it works. Vote for which one annoys you the most. We're going to find out tomorrow who the winning narker is. 
for finding the worst parking spot in Cache Valley. The voters win today, though. Big congratulations to Jesse Taylor, Yay! who wins two gift cards to McDonald's. Congratulations, Jesse. You vote. You submit Park Narc nominees. You got a chance to win. We give a few away uh, a couple days each week. VFX's Facebook roulette. We promise no debates about why Goofy's the hottest Disney dad this, no. this morning. No. It's yesterday. <laughs> AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, find us and add us. McCall, what posts do you like commenting and sharing today? Well, I landed on my friend uh, Kathy's post. It says, movie studio. Okay, so it's about corrupt cops set in Boston. Mark Wahlberg, running. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but who could do it better? <laughs> Come on. I landed on my friend Patrick, says, me, I need to start saving money. Me, when I get paid, it's a wizard with tongs holding a dollar that's on fire. Yeah. Yeah, you can win. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. AJ and McCall as well, Facebook and Instagram, because you'll see why you're supposed to be friends with the McCall Taylor. So we had to make PowerPoint presentations for each other. Just wait till you see what McCall's was. It was a very nice presentation. I was really grateful for AJ's presentation. I was just, I was way bad at making one just, myself. Just so. wait till you see what hers is. Yep. AJ and McCall, uh, Utah's VFX as well. Continue to vote for Park Narcs. If you see bad parking, take a picture and submit it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, because that could win uh, multiple times. Um, continue to share embarrassing stories of dad. Make normalize sharing embarrassing stories to parents as revenge for them doing it to us. Normalize. It's yeah. a thing now. Done. Decided. And then don't like burst into flames or whatever. Oh my gosh, please. And drink water. Because it's like stay hydrated. I gotta go up to USU later today. I'm pretty sure at least I'm gonna smolder at least a little bit. Yeah, slightly. A little bit. I'm gonna like the you know the color when the coals aren't totally they're not white yet but they're dying down like uh -huh. that that's what I'm gonna look like ah tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show don't do anything we wouldn't do and thanks for listening to VFX.